Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Welcome back to Discographology, the show where we need a goddamn job. Uh, this week, <laughs> we're going to take it to the boss man with uh, some of our favorite songs about hating your job. Uh, but first, uh, as we do with uh, each pregame episode, um, let's go around the horn and uh, see what we've all been uh, listening to or, or getting at the record store the last few days. Uh, Josh, uh, what's, what's your new music or new to you? This has been possibly the lightest two weeks I've had in a long time. I looked back at what I've bought, and I've only bought two records, guys, in the two weeks, which is that's a We're proud that's of growth. You. That's growth. Yeah, <laughs> one of Good which <laughs> one of which uh, was just the vinyl. My please, you know, I feel like broken record. We say it all the time, but I I got Delayed. the vinyl please record. Uh, this one I I did the swap out for this month's essentials, which was Grimes. I did not want Grimes, uh, so I got the Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die, which was uh, not classic. one that I really have ever listened to beyond you know the big songs, which are Big Papa and Juicy. But uh, I've been enjoying it. It's it's one I can't throw on though during the day it's a it's a late <laughs> night after the kids yeah. are in bed kind of record uh one song that really grabbed me on that and, and it's probably you know this is not new to people who have actually listened to hip-hop in the last <laughs> 30 years i'm just late to the game but uh give me the loot is really good yeah i so uh, josh give me the loot is my favorite song on that i record. was very I, impressed I by give me the loot long uh uh repped for for give me the loot especially when i realized it's not two rappers i i felt dumb yeah. but i was like who's this other guy and then i looked that like he just changed his voice to sound a younger version of himself so it's like him talking to his younger self about robbing people and uh i also like all the uh what's it called when you you make a sound <laughs> with your voice to mimic like a a sound effect because he does all the gun noises. An automatopoeia? He's like, oh, no. Yeah, he's like, yeah. brada, brada, brada. <laughs> like he does all the like gun noises with his mouth, which I think is funny. Braca, 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 But yeah, I've actually been enjoying that surprisingly. And then the other record I picked up was purely on a whim. I was at Target and thankfully they have started to clearance their Christmas records. I've been kind of waiting for that to happen. I was like, when are they going to oh, God. throw these in a bargain <laughs> bin? Uh, they've been sitting here forever. Circling like a vulture, Josh. And I, I picked up for a very... <laughs> from behind the tree, rubbing his hands. No, seriously. Yeah. They've had Christmas... I'm like, there's no way their people are buying these in January. Just sell them to me. Uh, but I picked up the... Uh, the, the, mo the the Motown Christmas number ones, uh, which is a two LP set of all the Motown Christmas singles. I was pretty pumped about it. Uh, got it very cheaply, and uh, I'm excited. Now, I got to wait 10 months to listen to it, but I'm excited <laughs> for when that time rolls around, you know? Last thing I was going to say, I so those are the only things I bought, and then, uh, except for I did pick up on cassette tape for Logan, 
uh, Craftwork, the mix. So at some point, yes. I get that to Logan. Found that at the flea market. Uh, I also found a Grimes record there that I texted to Blake, and he said, "She's dead to me." So, <laughs> <laughs> whoa, <laughs> calling me out. Shots well, fired. You said that I was like, I "Do mean, you want this Grimes record?" You're like, "Eh, she's dead to me." <laughs> She is pretty bad now, like Elon <laughs> Musk. Hey, did he release a song? Is that a real thing? I saw something on like Probably. YouTube music, like under new releases. It said like oh the God. artist Elon Musk, but it Ugh. didn't. It sounded like like hip hop. Like it didn't uh, sound like Elon. Would, <laughs> would not shock yeah. me. Would not shock me uh, if it's something that's cringy. He probably did it. <laughs> Well, I can't tell if it's him, but uh, I need someone else to investigate. But. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, though, I, I have been listening to a couple new things. Uh, the new Orville Peck song kind of grabbed me, uh, Come On Baby Cry, which uh, he starts off very country, which is normally what he does, but then he kind of goes into a like almost a 50s pop song, early 60s pop song kind of thing, and I, I dug that a lot. Been listening to the Kinks Village Green Preservation Society a lot because I picked up Good the choice. 33 and a third book and uh, read that and then listened to the album. Love it. And then uh, this is really inexplicable, but I want to bring it up. And Beth can attest to it because I made her listen to it the other day. Other day. My current song of the moment is Counterfeit by Limp Bizkit. <laughs> oh <my laughs> da 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 in it, uh, the guitar work. That's is uh, great. Scott Borland. That is West Borland's brother. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's Factory. not. I mean, Fred Durst is is definitely makes you a little uncomfortable in it, but not as much as he does on like Nookie. You know, like I'd much rather listen to Counterfeit. Yeah, I'm sure uh, I've heard it before, but I I can't place I can't place it. I'll have to. Uh, to put you'll it love on the guitar, it. man. The guitar is great in it. Anyway, that's what that's I've been awesome. listening to. I couldn't hum it. I think it's widely considered maybe their best song by people who, you know, prefer more serious music. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh Or just people that started off with that first album. And yeah. I mean yeah. that's yeah. I definitely was there when that, that first album dropped. And I mean, contrary to what they are now, it was hot shit. <laughs> oh, it and nobody was, I mean, knew yeah, about it, it until everywhere. like they, you know, significant other blew things up and it was just yeah. it was wild. It got crazy. Ooh, yeah. It, they just blew well, they up were, overnight. <laughs> got too big. They were kind of, you know, and, and this is something I'd love to explore more, but they were one of those bands that's in that that very last era of kind of common culture or, or, or mass culture before the internet really kind of, you know, made any any music accessible. You know, you, you were so much more limited to what was on the radio and what was on MTV and, you know, really kind of thoroughly average uh, uh, stuff like Limp Bizkit could, you know, <laughs> thoroughly could gain average. a lot of... Are we trying to... Are, Logan's going to jump through this thing and he's going to murder you, Matt. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Not as big a Limp Bizkit defender, maybe. A, but it, it, I like counterfeit, man. Counterfeit rules. Uh, there's some other stuff on there that is, is good as well. Um, but, well, yeah, and, that's and, what I've been listening to. And, and, and maybe I'm... I, it, 
I I I need to you know I need to 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 listen to listen more, but it, it's one of those bands that's unfortunately like you think about Limp Bizkit and you think about Woodstock '99, and 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 maybe that's a you know maybe oh, that's yeah. me being unfair and 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 I shouldn't do that, but but it's good to hear that that I've got something you know I I, I will definitely go check that out and, and and report back. Counterfeit, counterfeit, you're freaking me out. Uh, Blake, what have you been listening to? Uh, I don't have a whole lot, uh, because, uh, and, and anyone who's heard me talk or heard me on podcasts the last week or so, uh, is going to be sick of me talking about this, but (laughs) I've been recuperating from a minor surgery and, uh, was on painkillers and wasn't in the mood to listen to music or do anything other than lie in bed for a long time. Just, uh, in the last week or so I've been checking out new music again. But anyway, there's just a few things. Um, my wife pre-ordered, there's a new, uh, newer Tori Amos album, uh, that came out a while back. I think she pre-ordered this vinyl, like, uh, six or eight months ago, or maybe even more. And it's just delayed, uh, forever, but it finally came. The new Tori Amos album is called Ocean to Ocean. Um, and most people, probably don't know what Tori Amos has been up to in the last 25 years, but, uh, it, I thought it actually sounded pretty good. So I'll give it a recommend. Uh, I had no idea what to expect on that. Um, she also picked up something that's kind of for both of us. Um, I used to have the, the drive, this really beautiful drive soundtrack on like two, uh, uh, hot pink discs. And, um, when I was in, it was, uh, when it was new and, uh, I was in like, financial dire straits and was selling a bunch of my uh, valuable vinyl he melted them and, down uh, into candles to sell them <laughs> well i was uh, it, I, I had no electricity i had to melt them down into candles <laughs> and use that for heat um no i i hate myself for getting rid of some of the vinyl that i got rid of but anyway uh, that drive soundtrack was one of them they did a 10th anniversary um and my wife ordered that for us and it's awesome um, and it, it's insane that that movie is now 10 years old or more than 10. I think it might be 12 years old, 11 or 12 years old now. Um, anyway, I'm super old. Time is crazy. Uh, drive soundtrack though. All right. Uh, uh, Kavinsky. Um, he's pretty cool. They, uh, just real quick. Uh, Kim Petrus has a new EP it's called the Slut Pop EP. I won't elaborate on it, um, but for the one or two people out there who this is for, uh, definitely check it out, Slut Pop. Um, also, I just have something that I just heard dropped, but I haven't got to listen to. Um, our friend Tom was just like, hey, the new Blood Incantation uh, Ambient Synthwave or whatever the hell it is album dropped. And I didn't see it on YouTube Music yet, but I'm hoping it is on there soon. I think it's called Time Wave Zero. Yeah. Do you know? Have you heard it yet? Uh, no, I I think I heard like a little uh, snippet of, uh, back when he he sent something to me, but I, I've been kind of waiting for the okay. whole thing to come out. I I didn't pull trigger on a tape yet or anything, but um, I'm definitely going to yeah. listen to it. I almost pre-ordered a vinyl of that one, but uh, I you know because of financial reasons I didn't. Um, You're selling them candles anyway. Yeah, I just I need to sell more candles. But yeah, that that's all I got. 
Well, I'll pour one out for your lost vinyl. Thank you. Here. Thank you. Sorry. It hurts. My condolences. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been listening to a uh, quite a bit of things. Uh, so new streams of 2022. Duran Duran has a new song called Laughing Boy, and it's good. Um, I'll go ahead and jump forward a little bit, but I've also been listening to their new album, Future Past, from 2021, and it's a banger. It's like, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm like, Duran Duran, who to thunk? Who to thunk you would have come out like of the shadows <laughs> like that and just been like dropped? I mean, it's good. Highly recommend that. Um, but I wow. checked out the new Future Island song, King of Sweden. Mm. I think you guys would like that. Uh, okay. Shout out again to Tom. Uh, I know he's a big Tangerine Dream fan, uh, but I ch- checked out their new track, uh, Portico, and I was I was into it. Uh, following suit with the Riddler uh, and and following <laughs> Batman, I they released the Catwoman theme Ooh. from Michael Giacchino's The Batman theme, which I am just busting at the seams to, hey, to I, see this I movie. Hey, I have a question about those. Are they uh, instrumental pieces, like for the score? Yeah. Are they... Okay. Yeah. What kind of... What kind of... Is it like orchestra? Well, this... Uh, the Catwoman was very film noir. It was like femme okay. fatale noir, like nice p- lush piano. You know, imagine just like, you know... Yeah. Dame walks into the the office, you know, and like you just hear this right. jazzy kind of music. It's very sleek and very cat like, you could say. Um, sure. Father John Misty released a new song called Q Four. Uh, I'm struggling to really remember too much about it now, <laughs> so maybe that says something. Same. Uh, I th- it was probably okay. Um, also, Death from Above 1979 released a song called Love Letter, and it was not what I was expecting. If you've heard them before, like I was expecting, like, all right, I've got it cranked up to 11, but it was very chill and like ballady and quiet. And I was like, whoa, not. But Josh, I have a recommendation for you, and okay. I, I think uh, I think Matt might like it too. But uh, do me. you remember the Cactus Blossoms, Josh? Uh, from blows. Twin Peaks, The Return, they did that M- Mississippi song where they spilled out, you know, M-I-S-S-I-P-P. I don't think I remember that. It was that. like the two, they were kind of like throw throwback to like 50s kind of like country singers. Okay. Uh, like brothers. But yeah. it is, uh, it's really good. I I think you should check it out. But That it's, sounds yeah, dope. Okay. It's called Cactus Blossoms One Day. Uh, it's okay. a full album. And I guess uh, Oliver Tree released his new album, but I haven't yeah. had time to listen to that one. Um, also, so new to the collection, I I made a deal with a guy on a Mars Volta forum for 25 Omar Rodriguez CDs. Whoa. And, okay. Uh, Logan's wheeling the, and dealing. <laughs> yeah. And... Got those uh, pretty much in one piece, uh, but it was it's pretty cool to have a majority of his released albums on CD. So uh, I listened to one of his albums, Old Money. Um, then I had a friend Joe who who gave me some records. Uh, he gave me a, a one from a band called Sports Team, and it's an EP called Making Hay. I think you guys would like that again. I like the band um, name. Yeah. He gave me a copy of U2 October, and I was oh. like, wow, that's 
kind of coincidental. I've been list kind of I just listened to that actually. And then he gave me two Echo and the Bunnymen albums, uh, Crocodiles and Heaven Up Here. Ooh, so I've heard that's I'm a really good one. Excited to get into those. Um, I got my VMP vinyl pick, and it was Late Night Tales Presents at the Movies. And it's just like a two-disc uh, compilation of famous movie themes. I've got a download code for it, so I'll upload it to you know, Dropbox for you guys so you can have it. But it's just like, you know, just a ton of great, you, John Carpenter's on there, Wendy Carlos, uh, you know, a lot of Kubrick themes. Uh, there, It's it's just a great compilation, hmm. but it came on a cool splatter, splatter uh, vinyl. I also got Corn Life is Peachy on vinyl. Those, yeah. <laughs> I bu- That's the only, like really the only thing that I, I actively bought. But then I listened to, in my collection, Bowie, uh, listen to earthling and it'd mm. been a while since i heard nice. that one so it it's a funky album and i don't know if it was i don't really like how it was mixed maybe it's just the vinyl or my setup or maybe it's just how they did the album it it, it is a weird sounding mix it's like there's not enough kick in it or something or yeah i don't know but it, it it's a fun listen so i think that that pretty much wraps up my what i've been up to that's awesome. Uh, you were talking about Duran Duran. I, I what, One of my favorite things to happen is when, you know, long in the tooth bands come out with new material and it's, you know, they, they still have their fastball. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that yeah. Duran Duran's uh, uh, in the, in that category. And uh, definitely, you know, that, that cactus blossoms sounds, um, sounds like, uh, like it's definitely worth checking out. Um, I, you know, of course been listening to, uh, two replacements a lot as, as I, you know, you know, kind of prepped and, and produced, uh, stuff for the episode. Um, and, and in so doing, um, listened to some, uh, contemporary, uh, Minneapolis bands, um, a little bit, you know, I, I listened to some of uh, Land Speed record, the the uh, first Husker Du album, which uh, evidently was recorded live. I didn't know this was recorded live at Seventh Street Entry, which there are you know several uh, replacements, uh, bootlegs, and and maybe even re- official releases uh, set at at Seventh Street Entry, and um, also um, I I know he's come up before on on the show, uh, but. Um, since uh, the the sad news of of his passing, I've been catching up on the music of uh, Mark Lanigan um, with his work with uh, Screaming Trees. He he died um, just a few uh, few days ago in in Ireland. Um, I I had heard uh, nearly nearly lost you there uh, quite a few times, but getting further kind of in into uh, that Screaming Trees. Uh, back catalog dollar bill was a song that uh, that came up that I I really enjoyed and um, I I believe he came up on our uh, Nirvana live un- unplugged uh, episode uh, because Mark Lanigan had a a version of where did you sleep last night on his I believe it's 1990 solo album uh, that that featured uh, backup vocals from from Kurt Cobain and maybe some backup guitars. He's um, actually come up three times on the podcast that I can think of. That's well, one Halloween mix last year. He was on my Halloween mix. He did that Just a Candle song. He did the Oh, that's song. right. Yeah. That's right. And then he was in Queens of the Stone Age, and I brought up a song for the Dead, which he does the vocals for. Yeah. As uh, well, a driving song. But yeah. I've uh, never listened to Screaming Trees. I've, I'll have to listen I have to them sometime. Either. They're, I mean, 
they definitely sound like you know a, a late '80s uh, alternative band, but you know they they kind of had a they kind of have a shuffle that I that I really uh, that I really enjoy. Um, <laughs> boot you know, they, scoot and they're some, somewhat similar, I, I, I think, to the uh, to the replacements. Uh, I believe they're from from Seattle or, or the, the the Pacific North Northwest in in any case. But um, but yeah, they're they're definitely worth checking out. You know, I just kind of uh, put on put on a YouTube shuffle, um, just kind of dipping around and, and checking different things out. That's how I found out about the dollar bill but i i think he i think he had a a, a very um very unique and and uh you know kind of uh distinctive uh voice and and vocal style that uh that, that really kind of resonated with me so um you know we is it was a hell of a career and and we salute him and and uh and mark is his passing but um as we mentioned uh up top um Next week, uh, we got a song about needing a goddamn job, and uh, therefore, we decided that uh, we would, as we do on, on our pregame albums, have, or pregame shows, have a special topic, and uh, this week, we're calling that special topic, Work Woes. And uh, Josh, you want to you wanna lay that drop on me? Broken record. So, uh, so yeah, there, there, there were a few in there, and and I understand we, we got some other drops uh, prepared. Take this we'll- job and <laughs> shove it. Work sucks. <laughs> nice. Here, here's mine. I made okay. Late night, come home. Work sucks. I whoa. I thought I was being really funny because instead of I know, it's I whoa, Joey Lawrence from Blossom. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell what's going on. I'm sorry, it's so stupid. I was just thinking about oh, woes, man. work woes. Uh, Matt, do you want me to go ahead and talk about my work woes? Uh, yeah, Josh, uh, let's let's talk about your work woes. All right, so uh, I, I narrowed it down to, to five here, and uh, I'll, I'll real quickly run through them. So... My first pick for work, well, the first song that popped into my head is this song called This Fucking Job by Drive-By <laughs> Truckers from So that was actually the uh, first Drive-By Truckers song I ever got into, uh, the first oh. album I ever picked up, everything. Uh, it's just you know one in the kind of grand tradition of the Johnny Paycheck, take this job and shove it, sort of, you know, this job sucks, and, uh, you know, Drive-By take Truckers... Take this job and shove <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Drive-By Truckers have always been you know good about writing songs for the the common working man. And so this one definitely speaks to that. It was the first thing that popped in my head when we were talking about songs about job sucking. Uh, from there, I'd like to go to a song from 1977, the very first track on Elvis Costello and the Attractions debut album. Uh, this song is called Welcome to the Working Week. Uh, I love this song. 
That's a that's another one I've I've loved for a long time, and it's kind of an interesting uh, working you know work sucks work woes kind of song because it's actually about becoming a musician and still feeling like it's a job. Uh, there's a line: "All of your family had to kill to survive, and they're still waiting for their big day to arrive. But if they knew how I felt, they'd bury me alive." Like, kind of feeling like the fact that he feels like this is a job makes him feel bad because he knows he lives a pretty nice life comparatively uh, to his the rest of his family. And uh, I think it's also just a great track one on that album, but kind of shows you that even if you think, you know, a job is glamorous and awesome, it's, it's still a job. Uh, staying in the 70s, I've got another one here from 1974, album of the same name. This is Richard and Linda Thompson, the husband and wife pair, the song I Want to See the Bright Lights Tonight. So as George Clinton called it, that's kind of a uh, party and a pay or paycheck and a party song. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's about getting off work and and wanting to go out and see the bright lights. And I uh, I, I think though there's a there's a nice rich history of those songs. I think maybe some of you guys have those on your list. Uh, those kind of paycheck and party songs. But this one, it's weird. Richard and Linda Thompson. I I had never really listened to before. Uh, they're they're kind of known for being more a folk kind of duo, I, th I believe. And I'd always kind of stayed away from him just maybe because of that. I, I thought it was kind of, I knew what it would be, but that song, man, just has an undeniable groove. It's very, it's almost like the band, uh, kind of up on cripple Creek or something, just sort of the swampy groove. And, and I just love the lyrics about, uh -huh. you know, getting off work and <laughs> you, you're doing that sound at swampy groove. <laughs> Yeah, or just the cripple crew like that stuff. Not, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I can't. I, I love it. The song, but it makes me sound uh, feel like I'm in a swamp for sure. <laughs> but you know, it's swamp just people. about getting off work and uh, and and going out and having fun. Uh, my next one up is is maybe one of the saddest songs of all time. It's Ben Fold's song from 2001. Uh, the song called Fred Jones Part Two. Let me play a little bit and then I'll explain what it is. There were no songs Cause today's just a day Like the day that he started No one is left here That knows his first name And life barrels on Like a runaway train Where the passengers change They don't change anything You get off So a little bit of a, a different work woes song Cause it's not like a... Uh, a song about 
you know, wanting to quit your job. It's a song about not wanting to leave your job. It's about a guy who's being forced to retire uh, and, and kind of just another way the, the system sucks. You know, this guy has been institutionalized, basically, uh, and he, he loves his job and uh, doesn't want to leave but is being forced out. And it's sort of all about those feelings. Seriously, one of the most depressing songs you will hear. <laughs> uh, it's a sequel, actually, to the equally depressing Ben Folds 5 song, Cigarette, which is about the titular character Fred Jones taking care of his sick wife. So I don't know what the deal is with Ben Folds. He likes writing songs from this perspective of a, a depressed character named Fred Jones, but he's done it twice, and one of them is a good work woes kind of song about the uh, the perils of retirement. Uh, and then my last one I'll go to is from the 1998 album Up by R.E.M., and it is the song Day Sleeper. Hong Kong is present, Taipei wakes up, talk of circadian rhythm. I see today with the newsprint, gray my night is covered. So that's a song, uh, obviously, about someone that works at night and has to sleep during the day. And, and Michael Stipe says he saw a sign on someone's door in an apartment building in New York that said, Day Sleeper, like, do not disturb. And he thought it was it was fascinating. Uh, the quote from him is, so I wrote this song about a day sleeper that's working an 11 to 7 shift and how furious the balance is between the life that you live and the work that you have to do in order to support the life that you live. And I think that sums up some work woes pretty good. So those are my choices for songs about uh, why work sucks and and we know. Uh, Blake? Very nice. Nice. Want to go next? Yeah. Um, well, my work woes segment has its own theme music, if you'll indulge me. And it's not work sucks. <laughs> Here it goes. Minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. Woohoo. So that's a 47-second-long uh, track by They Might Be Giants um, good on one. the great album Flood. It's titled Minimum Wage. The only lyrics are John there shouting minimum wage, and then you hear the cracking of a whip. <laughs> so I think the song speaks for itself. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I always kind of love that. Um, it's like, what else do you need? It says it all right there. I, I'm going to call that an honorable mention and I don't have I didn't choose a top five best work sucks songs or anything there are so there are many many good ones I just picked out a few that I found different and interesting so my runner-up um is actually from Tori Amos uh who I talked about earlier. Uh, before she kind of broke out in 1992, um, she did a work for hire song, uh, singing a song called The Happy Worker uh, to be used in the uh, uh, box office flop film Toys, 1992, starring Robin Williams, a movie with what I consider to be some of the best production design uh, ever to be put on film, but has a lot of problems that cause it to be not a great movie that flopped. Anyway, um, strange song, The Happy Worker. I think she was not pleased with how it turned out. I'll play a little bit of it here. Um, hard, hard to tell if it's, it sounds like um, a sort of sardonic, um, I'm so happy 
um, in my in my industrious job, but you know the message is in fact I am not happy. Um, also, it may be it's it may be just about sex um, because it is Tori Amos and there's um, lyrics about pistons pumping and so forth. Pump the water, build the pressure, push, push the piston, <laughs> press. The Ooh, Freudian slip uh, there. I'm, I'm turned up. I'm turned on. <laughs> Wait, was uh, this from the the Tory can't read era? This was between Tory can't read or why can't Tory read? Oh, that's and, what it was. Okay, and her solo career taking off. So gotcha. she was kind of in a in a middle space. It it sounds a little more like her her solo stuff, but not, it's so strange. Um. <laughs> But also, it really drew me in. Also, if you uh, note the digital reggae sound, that's the song that I actually confused with Happy Nation, another digital reggae song by um, Ace of Bass that we talked about on this program. Uh, but it's not Happy Nation. It's the Happy Worker. And also, don't confuse it with the other Tori Amos song, Happy Phantom, also previously discussed on this show because I put it on Halloween Mix. Um, my, that was the runner up, my winner. So when Matt gave us this prompt, I was like, I'm just going to go straight to dead Kennedy's. Um, surely they have plenty of stuff and they do. The most interesting thing I found is one called at my job. And was anyone aware that dead Kennedy's have an industrial synth heavy song? <laughs> no, I, <don't> <laughs> I was. <laughs> Uh, At My Job is on the album Frankenchrist. It sounds nothing like any of their other music. It's extremely industrial. It's a wash with fat sawtooth synths and uh, has the, the, the rhythm and the sound of industry. I'll go ahead and play a bit. That's so um, crazy. Yeah, the um, yeah, it's strange. Uh, the uh, worker gang vocals there uh, are. If, if you couldn't hear what Jello's saying, I'm working at my job. I'm so happy. More boring by the day, but they pay me. Uh, lyrics like, "Thank you for your service and a long career. Glad you gave us your best years." Um, I don't. 
you know, it's about the drudgery of work. I don't think the lyrics are the most inspired thing they've ever done, but I, I was mostly drawn to the the sound and how it kind of, it's that literal industrial that tries to mimic the sound of a factory. I think uh, if there were no craft work, there would be no this song. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could I ask a kind of a quick or just point a thing out that I, yeah, point I, of order. I was thinking about? Was, yeah. Would you say that in... In some ways, industrial is a for the a, a very form of, of work song in itself because it uses sounds of like things you would hear while you're at work in a factory mm. or you know what I'm getting at like uh, and in a way yeah I mean the the, the music content uh, can bring to mind imagery of industry the the lyrical content is a different story you know depending yeah. on the, the message that the song is bringing but early sounds of like just industrial like drones and and yeah being you know stockhausen i don't know i was thinking about that i thought that was cool but yeah, yeah. i don't know maybe they were listening to some craft work and just wanted to do something different but well and, and i think the 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 instruments available to them blake you mentioned the the sawtooth synths um, yeah. on, on the DK or on the DK song. Yeah. Th- those, a lot of those synthesizers and, and you probably, you guys probably know more about it than me, but, um, from an, from an electrical electronic standpoint, uh, you know, yeah, that you're working with some, some pretty fundamental, uh, waveforms and, and, and that's, you know, always going to, yeah. going to have kind of a, a an artificial or, or even sometimes mechanistic, uh, quality to them yeah. that, that, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Logan probably, uh, you know, shaped some of that, um, some of that industrial sound, but, um, yeah, th- those, those are great, great, pl- uh, great picks, Blake. And that, that would have been 1985. It, uh, I'm guessing that it would have been hard to be in a recording studio that didn't have a lot of synths laying around at the time. So maybe they would just found someone were messing around. Uh, Logan, uh, what, what about you? Do you, uh, what are your, what are your work songs? What's your finest work song? Take this job and shove it. <laughs> so uh, when I started thinking about this, I, uh, you know, I was kind of thinking, like I told you guys about the industrial, like, I wonder if that was kind of the root of, or, you know, I'm thinking back to like work songs that you would hear in the past or like while working, you know, on the railroad or, uh, and then I started thinking about what's the earliest kind of work song that I remember uh, from like a kid and is like this is kind of silly but it deserves a shout out is uh hi ho <laughs> snow white the seven <laughs> dwarfs <laughs> from 1937 uh i don't know if it's really like uh work woes but you know they certainly talk a lot about digging and i mean i don't I can't... that's referenced in the tori amos song i did ah is it no and uh also i wanted to shout out to a, a we've had a work song, I yes. think, uh, work woe song on our podcast so far. Does anyone know what it is? I do. And uh, do you want me to say it? What, what I think it is? Yeah. Bad yep. Days, Flaming Lips. By Flaming Lips. You are oh, correct. Oh, yeah. From the Batman Forever soundtrack. So go back and listen to that episode if you want to hear a, a good one. Oh, yeah. About blow your boss's head off. Yeah. And all your bad days will end. Uh, that deserved a, sh- <laughs> a shout out. Uh, and fucking working for a living, Huey Lewis. Ugh. I, not my, <laughs> not my thing. But like, I, I, that was one of the first songs that popped into my head. And then, um, you know, of course. Tumble out of 
bed and I stumble to the yeah. kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five You know, we gotta we gotta mention it's a banger. Dolly. It's, a banger. Uh, it's yeah. it is it is it's a banger. You know, and uh, some other little eighties, uh, uh, you know, an eighties song popped into my head. It's a good one. So I always thought that was Cindy Lauper, but it is in fact the Bengals. <laughs> and I written was by Minneapolis uh, brethren Prince, right? They lived in Minneapolis same time as the replacements. Yes. Ah, okay. And you know, of course, then I had to, uh, I had to throw in share, you know, with Working Girl from night, or as I like to call her, Mama Deadzy, uh, from nineteen eighty seven. Mama Deadsy, you know, gotta have her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one more little shout out before I, I get serious, but you know, I couldn't help but think of. She was for the money. So hard for me, honey. 1983, year she I was, was born. So, uh, getting more serious, I, I, I was thinking about one of the first things that popped in my head and it's not really like going that deep into uh anti-work or anything and it, it it's more just funny to me and i couldn't get it out of my head and just the vision it painted for me uh imagining iggy pop uh in this situation but uh from five foot one new values album I'm only five foot one i got a pain in my heart all night i'm working I just love envisioning him working at uh, the amusement park and just being real skeezy and like suspect and trying to like give people like pills or you know I don't know <laughs> but uh like your typical carny just like your typical car hey i have stories i have stories Ooh. to back up my my prejudice, <laughs> your prejudice. No, I, I believe it fully uh, that's he's talking another, about his prejudice for another time though that might be a overtime episode <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I would like that. I would like that. Uh, nobody would like it. But Next up on Overtime, like we all talk about our prejudices. This is what our, Blake our, our doesn't prejudices. like. <laughs> Carnies. And another uh, thing. <laughs> That's what we would call it. Oh, <laughs> uh, So I also thought about The Faint and the Dance Macabre album. And it seemed to have kind of like a lot of... of I remember lyrical imagery of, of working and drones and futuristic living, but being uh, just kind of controlled and, and, uh, but the song agenda suicide is a, uh, it's a banger. The element of progress that you mentioned God it's the evolved to something you were headed towards. There's also that takes a, me back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's a line later that's, um, as I lay to die, the things I think, I don't want to regret what I did and work for life. Um, and that's always kind of stuck out to me as, as something that resonated with me as well. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds great. But the next band uh, I've, I've talked about before, they were on my Halloween mix, and it's the band Daughters. And it's called The Reason They Hate Me. Don't tell me how to do my job, guys. That gets me all pumped up uh, and in an anti-work mood. Like, yeah, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> that rules. Don't tell me. Don't tell me how to do my job. The lyrics there, in case you you didn't catch them, are "Don't tell me how to do my job." You gimme gimme son of a bitch. They got a name <laughs> for people like you, and I don't give a good goddamn to remember what it is now. <laughs> Hoping this emotionless trip's gonna pay off. Uh, yeah, it's 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 some awesome awesome energy kind of kind of stuff uh the highly recommend uh live performance uh from them for that but then that narrowed it down to my band my favorite go-to band for getting me pumped up about hate and work uh and i i don't really hate hate my job now per se but i remember being younger just being like uh, i just want to play in a band i just want to you know play music i don't want to go to work but of course that's not how the the world was working for me, but uh, the band that go-to band is These Arms Are Snakes. They've got a dark cloud following them around, and they're probably just waiting to clock out to play shows. And uh, it, I think it really shows in some of their songs. Um, the first one is called Angela's Secret, and I'll, I'm just going to read some lyrics first. Uh, 
Your company rolled you over, Angela. The penguin ate its fish. When you had your kids, you get to buy one, get one free. And when you found their father, you know that you've got a limited warranty. A working woman's muse, you've got the single mother's blues, and you're starting the new work week. And with the kids at home, it's going to result in a real lack of sleep. Some ain't got no luck. Uh, And then another one of their songs, Big News, um, they say... uh, I want to create. I don't want to be constricted. I'm sick of working all the time for someone else's needs. And that always like, ah, I'm like, yep, I'm right there. Yeah, that's uh, so. That's where I go to for my my work woes. When I've I've got some steam to blow off, I put on some of these arms or snakes or daughters, and that helps me calm that kind of mess. Nice. Yeah, those are all all excellent uh, excellent choices. Um, everybody went really deep on on, on theirs, and and uh, you know had really good picks. Um, I, I have several here. The, the, the might be a little bit more. Um, more kind of what what you'd think of uh i i definitely had down um take this job and shove it um as well as uh nine to five uh just just quickly on, on that um that low piano part on nine to five is just so strong uh and, yeah. <laughs> and, and and drives so hard uh, th- uh she won a grammy for that i think she won two grammys for that actually and was was nominated for an academy award um in looking around i, I was i was joking with you guys about um uh, you know, picking like, you know, La, La, La Marseillaise or, or, or something. But I, I did find, Josh, you'd find this interesting. Uh, Billy Bragg recorded a version of La Internationale um, that, that's very, you know, kind of bombastic and, and you know, sounds like it could be a, a national anthem. Um, La Internationale uh, was um, a, a song written in France in uh, the 1870s and 80s, kind of uh, there, there's there's several different versions written around, but but the lyrics were written by a, a surviving member of the Paris Commune, and uh, it kind of uh, grew and 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 became an, an anthem uh, for uh, leftist and socialist um, and, and and labor uh, groups um, throughout uh, you know the late 19th century and and throughout the 20th century and and even on up to uh, uh, to Billy Bragg. Uh, so it, it's definitely you know worth worth checking out um not, not much of a banger I, I, w- I will say but um <laughs> but but you know does have some some good lyrics 
um, I've got a pair here um, that that come to mind, and and I kind of fi- file these under um, oldies one hundred five point one tracks, and and that that was the oldie station here when when we were all growing up, and I know I heard. Um, working in a coal mine by Lee Dorsey on that all the time. And, and, and it definitely, you know, stuck with me as a very, very catchy song. Um, it's, it came out later than I thought it was 1966. Um, but, uh, just a a classic, you know, capital O oldies tune. Um, I, I really like the, the, the the hammer sounds as they're kind of, um, you know, clanging away. It, it, um, you know, puts you in, in that, in that place of, of being in the mind. Um, Oh my soul to the company store. Um, yeah. The Tennessee Ernie Ford version uh, w- was released in 1955. It was written by Merle Travis and released in 1946. Uh, I uh, was just prepping for the show and and actually just read that and had 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 not had a chance to go out and uh, and and seek that that earlier version out. But uh, you know, definitely is worth uh, would be worth the it. song. The song um, being sixteen in- tons. Yes, thank you. The song song yeah. title is, is sixteen tons. <laughs> yes. By the way, I, I threw a couple more on there, Matt, for oldies one hundred five point one work woes songs. You got uh, Sam Cooke, Chain Yang. Uh, that's oh, the sound yes. of the men okay. working on the chain. Thank gang. you. I I knew there uh, had to be more, but and then uh, the Vogues five o'clock world. It's a five o'clock world when the whistle blows. Trying to get a piece. That of is another good like one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, Included in the intro was uh, 1983 Todd Rundgren, Bang on the Drum All Day. Um, Logan, Logan that, that's, that's what you wanted to do. You, you didn't want to work. You just wanted to bang on the drum all day. Exactly. Logan used to, <laughs> and, used to and, listen to that song constantly to get himself pumped up about it. <laughs> yep. And, and, and I feel like we, you know, we need to do a one-off or, or something on, on Todd Rundgren because I, you know, he, he seems like he's kind of one of those skeleton key guys of, you know, he's just showing up all all over the place in 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 weird production yep. slots. Um, you know, worked with uh, with the New York Dolls um, on their titular uh, album. He was on Bad Out of Hell, XTC's Skylarking. Um, but of course, you know, um, whenever I think of Todd Rundgren, kind of the first thing, rightly or wrongly, is is uh, is bang on the drum all day. And then I've I've got two more that that are kind of lyric uh, lyric shout outs. Um, the clash is clamped down, uh, you know, mm. it's kind of about a lot mm. of things, but I, but some of it, uh, you, you start wearing blue and Brown working for the clamp down, you know, we're wearing business suits and, and, and if it's one thing, the clash, uh, weren't into it, it was business suits. And, um, finally, when I think about songs about work and jobs and stuff, and, you know, we, we need to ring the bell or something because Matt's talking about modest mouse again, but, uh, the track, <laughs> The track "Custom Concern" off of their their debut uh, album. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just read the lyrics here. Um, I get up just about noon. My brain sends a message to me f- to reach for my shoes and then walk. Gotta go to work. Gotta go to work. Gotta have a job. And um, I remember the first time that I listened to that song and just being floored uh, by by the performance and and. Um, just the just the whole feel of the song in general, um, I I think it really works and and you know kind of captures that uh, that that work woe of having to to go back to work. I you know I, Josh, I know you and I had snow days today, so it's it's funny that we're doing our, our work woes on um on snow days. As did I. As, uh, I'm oh, off today too. Hey, hey. Well, all right. Well, that's 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 why we're all so so calm and and laid back. Our- 
cushy little lives. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, everybody, thanks for uh, joining us uh, for for work woes. Um, certainly, you know, hit us up uh, on Twitter and elsewhere with uh, with your favorite. Uh, work woes do you have a different version of the international that you prefer <laughs> um and uh please uh join us next week uh as we take up the second release from uh minneapolis group the replacements our subject uh currently their, their second release titled stink with the subtitle kids don't follow plus seven but until then, uh, thanks again for joining us, and uh, please don't forget to listen to music. Work sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's good right there. Yeah.